Welcome to the Small Business Sessions from Enterprise Nation, powered by Zero. We're a podcast packed with inspiration from entrepreneurs who've been there and done it, and advice from experts on the topics you need to know to start and grow a brilliant business. Head to enterprisenation.com forward slash podcast for more information, and don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Well, welcome to the Small Business Sessions for Enterprise Nation, powered by Zero. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. My name's Dan Martin. I'm Head of Content at Enterprise Nation, and I'm delighted to be joined by Ella Rowan-Prestez from Fitbakes, who has joined us to say hello this week. Hello. Hello, Dan. How are you? I'm very good. How are you? Good, thank you. Well, thank you so much for joining us. So Ella is an Enterprise Nation member, which we love. So we do know the story, but we're going to delve more into your business story and pick out your tips for other people. So to get going, do you want to just tell us what is Fitbakes and how did it all happen? So Fitbakes is a low sugar, high protein cake snack. And uh, well, we started from my kitchen table two years ago. And uh, so two years in, we are now uh, in um, Selfridges, Muscle Food, uh, Co-op, Mid-Counties and... Can I just give you a scoop? We are launching Sainsbury's in wow. January. Congratulations. Thank That's you. Amazing. Is that the exclusive? Have we got the exclusive? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it is actually. Yeah, I haven't announced it yet. That's amazing news. So congratulations. Thank so you. You've achieved so much, like you said, from your kitchen table in just two years. In yeah. All these massive retailers. How have you managed to achieve that? What have been your early like startup challenges and how have you sort of overcome them to achieve this success? Well, first of all, we started while I had a full-time job. So it was always trying to work around that. And this was always, it, it started as a side gig. So the challenge, as everybody that does that know, is you have to work during lunchtime at night on weekends because I remember running to the post office to post orders uh, on my lunchtime and uh, this kind of stuff. So that was... A nightmare and uh but yeah then we finally hired our first baker which we used to bake from my kitchen at my house so it was another nightmare <laughs> so and they, well we had quite a few we had a uh, one we uh, when we had actually three bakers um uh like six months in or something we had three bakers in and uh one had to leave because we had an issue with her so she uh quit and then we had to fire the other two because of the same issue and we had just gotten into Mercer Foods and I literally sat on my kitchen table, on my kitchen floor and cried because I was like, I have all this and nobody to bake and I cannot possibly make them all myself because mm. there is no room for that yeah, here. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there was a lot of challenges, but you just have to keep going. It's all part of the journey, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> so I should have asked this before, but so you, you came up with this idea. I read in uh, information on your website, you... you you came across the, the challenges that Brits have about cakes. So yes. I want to eat cake, but they have so much sugar. I yeah. can't eat cake because of the calories. So that was the inspiration to make this healthy cake. Yeah. Basically, the story there was that I uh, I, I lived in so many countries because I, I was an expat. I worked for the telecom industry tech for 20 years. So I, I, I was an expat in quite a few different countries. And when I arrived in Britain, I saw... Um, I, I love cake. So uh, uh, in... Um, I, I saw that there were. That this is the only country in the world that has whole aisles in supermarket dedicated to cakes. And I was like, this is a dream. I'm in heaven. I mean, great, amazing. Now, where is the cake that does that is not that bad for my health or for my weight or for my whatever you know is my concern? There isn't one. I could find gluten free. I could find dairy free. There was it wasn't easy, but they do exist. But there is no no low sugar cake. There is no sh- cake with any protein. No. Adding up to that, I'm Brazilian. So uh, 
So I, I was born and raised in Brazil. And uh, in Brazil, we learn how to make alternative versions of every single food to make it a little bit with better nutrition. So I grew up learning how to use natural sweeteners or uh, adding protein in everything because this is just what we do. So people are like now, for example, in the UK, I heard the other day, oh, I found this great new natural sweetener. It's called stevia. I was like, are you kidding? I, my grandmother baked with stevia in the 80s. So, yeah. I mean, it is very natural to us. Yeah. So I just said, hold on. Everybody loves cake. I know how to make low sugar cake and there is no low sugar cake. And bang, that was it. So I said, I mean, I wonder if that would work. So, yeah. So we started it. And it clearly did. <laughs> so once you had the idea, though, like you said, you then had to make the cake. So how did you go from that point to making your first products that people bought? I, well, a lot of different tries because uh, it's not only making a cake. Our idea from the beginning was to start online for one specific reason. I had no cash to invest. I didn't, I didn't have money to put in the business and, like, let's say, create a recipe and then wait for it to be uh, listed in some stores or something like that. So I said, well, we're going online because online, the, your clients pay you in advance. That's it. So uh, I, because if you go to stores, stores will pay you in 30 days, 60 days, 120 days. So I so said, we're going online. There was a lot of myself like ordering uh, stuff from uh, anybody that delivers any food to see how you pack it. How do, how do you ship it? How does it work? So I ordered every single food online that can be delivered. Mm -hmm and to see how they pack, how they ship, which courier they use. So there was all that. And then I started promoting it on social media. So that was our strategy from the beginning. We went with social media, uh, sending samples to influencers, micro-influencers, not paid ones. And, uh, and, and that was the very beginning of, mm. the, of the journey. Mm. Yeah. And now you said you're in these like massive retailers and you're still, yeah. a very, you know, you're still a really small business. So how did you you know, your first one, what was your first retailer? Muscle Food. Yeah. So how yeah. did you convince them, you know, that they should stop you? Through, because of our social media following, right. our, we grew online uh, still, even with all those retailers, 87, oh, and we, we also export to Germany and Netherlands and Ireland, mm -hmm. so stores there. Even with all that, 80% of our orders are still online. Mm. So this is our strength. Mm. And what we, what, Muscle Food is also a lot, very large, but it's online. So what we did is, look, we have all this following. We already sell this much. If you list us, you are going to get our clients. I would direct my clients to you, you know, or my followers to you, because in a, some, a lot of our clients were already followers, were already their followers as well. So we show social media, num media numbers, and then we just, uh, and they said, oh, we'll test it. Let's see. So that, that's them. That's how we started with them. Mm. And did Selfridges then follow from that? Is that? Yes. So Selfridges, Selfridges was a strike of luck because I think I mailed the right person on the right day, because basically I mailed them in, I sent an email, total cold call to a buyer that I got a, the name from a friend of a friend. And he said, well, I'm, I don't buy this category. I buy drinks, I think, or something, but I would direct it to the, to the, to the buyer. And, uh, and the buyer answered me and said, love your packaging, because you said with pictures and everything, she said, love your packaging, uh, love your following. Your social media is amazing. And uh, send me samples. I sent her samples two days later. And in the following day, she answered back. She said, okay, Amaze, we are listing you. You're starting January 1st. This, this was October. Wow. I think 
she had a gap in the self right. that she needed to fulfill because yes. there is no way. No, I've never heard that kind no, of me neither. No. All our other listings took six months, a year, something like that. Yeah. That was the biggest struggle. But then again, they test you for a couple of months. If it doesn't work, they kick yeah. you out. But uh, we're still there. So <laughs> it must be working. Yeah. That is amazing. Normally, in this situation, I would say tips for pitching buyers. And obviously, that will have. <laughs> No struggle. Some of no, no. struggle to repeat that. No, no, no. That's definitely that's definitely a one-off. But uh, the biggest pitch we had was to pitch to Sainsbury's. Mm. We prepared for a long time. We used the coach uh, uh, of a, a very experienced uh, consultant, uh, Karen Green. I think she's also with you guys. Mm. She's uh, she's just amazing. Oh, Karen Green. De yeah, yeah, she's an enterprise nation. Yeah. Member, yeah. So uh, yeah, we, we Karen Green helped us to pitch to Sainsbury's. And we prepared a whole uh, graph to the buyers to show the gap in the market of wh why they should list us. We, sh we presented the numbers of our social media, the numbers of muscle food, the numbers of selfridges, our online numbers. It was like a full on Excel presentation, PowerPoint, spreadsheets everywhere. And they saw, OK, you're in. OK, amazing. You start in January. Again, it's a test because mm. everybody tests you. Mm. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So is that your tip then? Is it's detail, be as detailed as possible and find the right buyer? Yes. I think my main tip would be you have to show the buyer that they need you. Not that, oh, please list me. Why? Why? Why should I listen? You have to show the buyer why they why they your product will drive more sales to them. Because in the end, the buyer has targets. You have to remember the buyer is just a professional that is sitting there that had the conquer that position, you know, very hard work. And he has, or he or she has results to show in the end of the month. So if they list a product that doesn't sell, that's a problem. Mm. So they want to list a problem, they will sell. What you have to do is you have to show them why your problem will, your product will sell. So we arrived there, we said, look, we already sell this many online and we drove sales to Selfridges. We dove like this to most of the food. We, we, you showed how you conquered it so far and you show them facts. Don't say, because I am the first one. Well, you know, everybody's the first one or something. So, but it doesn't matter only the first one. I am the first one and your clients want it. Which clients? Who is your client? Is it women? Is it men? Which age? Where are they located? How do you know all that? We showed social media data. Uh, buyers love data. Top tip. Yeah. They love data. Yeah. They love statistics. They love graphs. They love it. That's how they work. Yeah. So I think that would be my, my tip to pitch. Yeah. And social media gives you so much yes. data. Is, yes. You know, it's amazing. Yes, it? absolutely. So onto that, you said you've got this amazing social media following on, it's mainly Facebook, Instagram. 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 Yeah. So how, again, how have you done that? Because, you know, it's, it's to get going is hard. There's a lot of food brands out there that are using Instagram very well. So how did you build that following? That was, I would say, almost 100% based on uh, micro-influencers. Right. We started uh, from the beginning, uh, we, we identified a few and uh, we sent samples to them. We never paid anybody because we don't feel we need it. Mm. And also because we're not going for people that have like 500,000 followers, a million followers, that's not our game. Our game is to find real people that eat real food that just maybe somebody, people that are, let's say we have a lot of influencers from Slimming World, Weight Watchers, these ladies, you know, so, and, and they are they're just real people. You know, but they have a real following and people will follow them to see what they eat. That's the main thing. So that's so we target them. And all we do is we go online, uh, we find them on Instagram. We look for people with more than 10,000 followers, uh, more than 100 likes per post, because that's what works for us. 
And then uh, we just say, we just message them saying, oh, hi, love your page. And, uh, we, and also, obviously, it has to be somebody that's related to fitness and nutrition because that's how we're selling. But, of course, yeah. Uh, so, oh, hi, we loved your page. We're looking for people interested in health and nutrition to review our cakes, our low sugar, high protein cakes. Would you be interested? 99.9% of times they say, yes, we'd love to. So you send a sample, they post it, and that's it. And so you do, you obviously, like you, you see genuine sales because, you know, some people say, does that really lead to sales? But yes. you've seen real life people spending cash. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, I would say no, no two works by itself. So we use influencers, we use, uh, we retarget people. Let's say an influencer uh, post something and then their friend will look at that and then will visit our page on Instagram or something, but then they don't buy. You're not going to buy the first. But what we do then is that we retarget those people with Facebook ads, but because they already, the influencers will be the top of the funnel, then Facebook ads get to the bottom of the funnel and they will buy. Or uh, also, what well, we also retarget a lot of them. If they go on your website, they leave their email, you can cookie them with you know, Facebook ads as well. We use 20% of our sales come from email marketing. Right. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so you, you have, I think online business is a, a, a lot of, is a set of tools that work together. But influencers for us was, was the big one. But the, you wouldn't work by itself. Yeah, I think. exactly. I mean, you said you use Karen Green to help you with the pitching. What other support have you turned to, like for, to, for doing all the Facebook advertising and stuff? Is that stuff you do yourself, or have you got a team now that does that for you? Now we do have a team. Uh, in the beginning, it was all me, and then uh, of course, I think we, I identified my strengths and my weaknesses. <laughs> so, <laughs> and Facebook ads itself, it wasn't one of my strengths. I, I did a few, but what I found is that. It's an everyday job, Facebook ads. You have to adjust those ads every single day mm. or every other day or something like that. But it's, a, it's not like, oh, it's working, leave it for a week. No, that's not going to work. You have to keep, keep working on them. And I didn't have enough time to do it. So we hired a company to do, we hired a, a, an agency to do that, the Facebook ads specifically for us. Instagram, uh, and just posting on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook and groups and everything. We have this, all that posting. I used to do all by myself. I have an assistant now that does is a social media assistant. So basically, I do the strategy with her, and she does the, all the manual work and posting. We say, oh, we need more polls, we need more this, we need a more, and she talks to adult influencers as well. And email marketing, I do myself, and I think. Uh, so it's, tr it's true email email still works then so you know a lot of people think email's dead, but it's it's not at all. Is it's it? not at all. No. I would say it. Uh, I, I read a book the other day. It's called Email Marketing is Not That. You just don't know how to use it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. And it's so true because I, I'm, I'm a big fan of email marketing because it's, uh, it's free to start. It's free. You don't pay. It's not an ad that you have to pay for it. You're targeting people that have been to your website. They left their email voluntarily and you're letting them know. So we, use, uh, we used to use MailChimp. But our website is Shopify. So MailChimp and Shopify, they got divorced. Mm, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we had to change our tools and we went, we chose uh, Clavio. Right. Okay. And uh, Clavio is just, I can't believe how good that tool is. It's just, you can exactly target people like by, so basically you send an offer to, in the end of the month on payday, you send an offer to people that usually bought between the 30th and the second of the month. Uh, so this kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Or you use a, you target people because uh, you retarget whoever looked at some product. You target, uh, I mean, it, it's so, you have so many options. 
to the point that 20% is email marketing, but from this 20, 10% is campaigns that we send, and the other 10 is just automatic, automated flows. So that's automated revenue. I don't touch that anymore. Wow. Uh, you refine it. It takes a while. You refine it a lot. But those 10% is just people that have been to the website once, you send it, then there is an algorithm that we did over there. So uh, if the person doesn't go again, you send an email. And then if the person comes in, you send a discount. It's really clever. Wow. So you're just making money and not really having to do anything once you've got it. 10% is out. automatic. Yeah. Wow. It's amazing. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to start a food yeah. business. No. <laughs> so you mentioned uh, how when you, you, you got that amazing stroke of luck with the Selfridges buyer. But it was a lot about the, the visuals. They, yes. they commented, oh, I love your packaging. Yes. So you'd got that right yes. straight away. Yes. How did you make sure you got that right? Like, what did you do to get the packaging correct? My first, our first packaging was a terrible one. <laughs> it was <laughs> one that it was just like a little plastic thing uh, that had a, a plastic uh, a tub that had a, I ordered some labels on Vistaprint. So that was oh, it. Okay. it just kind of, st I did a, where I had a, a logo made in Fiverr for five quid. Right. I, it was literally five <laughs> quid. So that was my first, first logo. And uh, so, well, um, one year later or six, I don't know, the, the first year, we spoke, uh, we found some local designers that do, basically they are former London big agency guys that are now, the consultants, they work from home. You know, there are loads of these people around. A lot of them are connected to enterprise nature. You can find them here. You don't have to go to big agencies, you know what I mean, to, to find a big agency quality design. And uh, we, go, we, we, we arrived there and we said, look, we have no money. I mean, what can we do here? You know, <laughs> and, uh, you know, they, they gave us installments and stuff. I don't remember how much it cost the first time. So they did the first packaging and that's the one that went to Selfridges. And now we literally just launched our second packaging because it's uh, eco-friendly. It's all with uh, uh, FSC sourced cardboard mm -hmm. printed with uh, uh, wind generated electricity and this kind of stuff. Yeah, but it's the same agency. We stick with them. So uh, yeah. That's so common. You, you know, you get a really good deal at the start, but then as you grow, you yes. stay with the same agency and pay them more money. So it's worth exactly. them sticking with you. You know, that, yeah. that is a really, really good tip. Yeah. I was looking as well, you've won like loads of awards, um, yeah. this, the, the low sugar bakery accreditation. Yeah. yeah. So is this, has that been a massive part of your strategy, like getting, you know, awards and, and accreditations? Is that I, important to yes. the business? Yes, because we are not only selling taste, we're selling nutrition. So in order to, to make your, uh, your product like, you know, respected, you have to show people like, low sugar and they don't say, says who? You know, I mean, people don't even know usually that to be able to claim low sugar, you have to have less than five grams of sugar per 100 grams of product. That is, this is the official thing. But nobody cares about that. People just say, oh, there is not a lot of sugar, you know, and that's fine. So we went to, to try to find a lot of uh, accreditation. And also, this is a big time, a big feature when you try to sell online because people don't know you and they're like, well, who knows you? So if you put in your website that you have these labels and these awards, so we applied to a lot of things. We didn't win a, a few of them, of course, but we won some. So, uh, so that, uh, so that's the that was the strategy. Yes, definitely. And it's free, aren't they? Most awards yeah. are free to enter. Yeah, most some of, of them you. have a small fee of application, like I don't know, twenty quid or something. But it's nothing that is going to be. We never paid for expensive awards because I think that's just a con. Mm. You know, like mm. it's, it's, it was the point. Yeah. So uh, exactly. it, it's not. A, it's, it's we won true awards like the Healthy Food Guide magazine. 
we pitched to them because we respect the magazine. They said we love it. So uh, we actually sent a sample to them, to the magazine, just because, you know, to see if they would like. We sent to a few magazines. And they answered back. They said, why don't you get into our, uh, why don't you pitch in our award? And I said, well, we'll do, of course. And then we won. We won, we, we won in the three winners. We won. We were one of them. The other one was uh, our pro and the other one was uh, Hippies. Wow, so we that's were great. You were with the big there. guys. That's yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. That's brilliant. Um, back to the the sort of in the in store stuff because I know a lot of people listening, particularly with food brands, want to know about retail. So you said like like with retailers, you can get in, but if you're not any good, you're out. You know, yeah. it's, it's quick. Yeah. But you're still in Selfridges. What are you doing to make sure you're helping the sales in Selfridges particularly? We in Selfridges specifically, they love sampling, and it works quite well with them. So we do uh, uh, quite a few sampling, you know, in strategic days and stuff, and we know how it works. And uh, right now, for example, we are launching our new packaging. So uh, uh, our cl- we want to make sure that our customers that are used to buy our our cakes, they will find they will still find it. It will be in the same spot, but they might look for it. But because it's another packaging, we want to make sure that they find it. So we have sampling sessions booked already a few so and also we promote them on social our social media we say go to selfridges or whatever we, we get a few questions as well like from a uh in messages in all uh social media or emails saying well where are you available so we are always making sure we are directing people there you know it's it's a it's a it's a big job to to make sure retailers sell mm. are you part of that do you do sampling or you have teams i now? used to i did a lot of sampling in the beginning but uh, I don't live in London, so right, of course, yeah. yes. So it was a big, a big a bit of you know yeah, for me. Yeah. I literally just just before coming here, I just met our new sampler. She's uh, funny enough, so that's uh, she's one of our uh, influences. Okay, yeah. So uh, right. yeah, so I, when we needed a new sampler because the the last one moved out of London, I put an ad there and I said, "Does anybody want to?" I mean, we're looking for samplers for selfridges. You've got a lot of females, and people say, "Oh, I want to do, I want to do." It's like, "Oh, hold on." So. I said, oh, Rachel, okay, okay, well, okay. I think you, you, you're you, our girl. So yeah. I just met her. I said, oh, I'm so excited. So she likes the brand. Well, that shows an amazing example of buying into the brand from yeah. influencer to, to staff. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. On that question, though, of you, you're very much the brand, aren't you? So is your yeah. face, is that you, you still use that a lot in your social, yeah. in your marketing? Is that, that's an important, yeah. is that important to you as yes. a business? I think so. Because uh, if I put like a 20 year old super fit there, you know, I mean, come on. <laughs> like, look, I'm 44. And that's what I want to show people is like, look, if you eat, you can eat cake, you know, and I put on weight as well, a lot. So I have to work a lot in the gym and I have to eat well and I have everything. But what I want to show people is like, look, you can do all that and eat cake and you can get to 44 being, you know, fairly healthy. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, that's what I want to show yeah. basically. And I think because I'm, because, of the whole background of the healthy food from Brazil as well, and people, you know, people kind of got to know it. So I think it's a, it's a, it's a good thing. You know, I kind of, I, I don't show myself all the time on social media, but I'm there. You yeah. Know, yeah, yeah. So it's a, yeah. Uh, just bring the podcast to an end, really. But what, what's your vision? Where, where do you hope this business will be? You know, in five, ten years' time. We want to be. This is going to sound ambitious, but we want to be the halo top of cakes. This is what we want to be. We want to be the, the that brand that people remember and say, "Oh, I wanna, I wanna have something indulgent, but I don't wanna just, you know, go for a 
just be very guilty and have a Cadbury dairy milk, which by the way, I love, but you know, <laughs> let's try to avoid that. Yes. So I can still, so I can buy these cakes, which I love, you know, and have some indulgence, have the pleasure of eating something really nice and uh, not ruining my diet or my health. That's it. Yeah. That's good to be ambitious. We love ambition <laughs> at Enterprise Nation, particularly from members. Well, Ella, thank you so much. Thank you. Fitbakes is an amazing story. Um, well done on its success so far, and we look forward to following it in the future. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on the Small Business Sessions. You've been listening to the Small Business Sessions for Enterprise Nation, powered by Zero. For more information, visit enterprisenation.com forward slash podcast. And big thanks to podcast production company PodRaffi for producing this podcast. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe and we'll see you next time.